an awesome day, Concentrics. I'm Claire Barrera, Senior Leader in Training, and I'll be your host for our Frontline Staff podcast talking about we all contribute in our one Concentrics. Welcome to Culture Refresh a podcast series, the newest, most refreshing content that will roll out our culture to all of Concentrics. Join us as we gain valuable insights and practical tips from our leaders and staff on how to embody our culture and empower everyone to embrace the Concentrics way. On this episode, we will put on Spotlight, the culture statement we all contribute in our one Concentrics. Our aim is to gain insights through shared experiences on how to contribute in this company we consider our second home and show that we are one concentrics in any way we can. Our guest for today, a frontline leader that has been with the company for four years and three and a half years of those four years is actually with training team. And outside the four corners of training room, she loves traveling and aims to explore the world in the future and is currently pioneering a pivotal project in her program that will be implemented globally. Bato, ibang level. So let's all welcome Kate Apolinario. Kate, how are you? I am doing good, uh, Miss Claire. I'm very excited. At the same time, I'm also a bit nervous today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Would you mind sharing with us uh, what was your first uh, company or the first nature of business that you have been part of? My first job after I graduated from college was with ABS, CBN. I was actually on the corporate side of ABS. And then my second job was to write articles for an online company. And our articles were usually published on social media. So when you entered BPO, you were an ambassador here or you were a trainer right off the bat? I was an ambassador. I started as an associate. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And then you mentioned that after six months you have been part of training team how is that experience for you shifting from an ambassador level to a trainer level was there a huge difference and adjustment i was actually one of the lucky ones since considering the tenuity i had then um, when they accepted me to be a product ready trainer i really did my best so i adjusted to the workload to the type of work i had so that i can prove to my peers and also my co-workers that I, I deserve the the spot that I had then. Mm -hmm. Nice. Did you see yourself being part of training team even when you were an ambassador? Was it a position that you were really eyeing for? So as soon as day one of CAT, I already wanted to become a trainer and my wave mates, even my team leaders knew that. That's why they helped me get to where I am now. Nice. And you know, that's a success story from someone who started in as an ambassador and then becoming a, a leader after six months. It's something that doesn't happen to a lot of people. And I'm sure that that kind of experience, you consider that as one of a milestone in your career. So besides that, what is your favorite one concentrics moment? When the pandemic started, I was still an associate. When, when everybody was forced to stay in or were offered work from home or to work remotely we weren't given that 
option. Uh, yeah. So we had to stay on site and it was risky, of course. And that's when I realized or that's when I experienced and saw how the company really helped us. I do know a few support leaders, like team leaders and operations managers on our end that offers the same service. They would usually pick them up if the shuttle services are not aligned with their shift schedules. Even the associates themselves, we were able to help each other out mentally because after a few months of the pandemic, you know, it's starting to hit us all uh, mentally. So we were able to also have that kind of support system on site, which was, I think, very, very critical for us. So Kate, speaking of being proud of Concentrics, can you share a moment when you were able to show that you're proudly part of one Concentrics? I think that moment would be when I was being onboarded to be a trainer. It was peak pandemic and everything was a little faster paced than usual. But when I started my new hire class, I did not feel like my co-trainers, my training managers, you know, just let me do whatever. They were able to guide me all throughout that first class. And up until now, uh, whenever I need, you know, a little bit of guidance, they're still able to help me figure out a few things here and there. And during my first class, the team leader that I endorsed my first wave to, he was actually able to help me get through the nesting phase of my associates. I also seek guidance from our quality team, our operations manager even, and everyone on the production floor in the delivery team. If I can ask them a question, if I need to ask questions, they never hesitated to answer me or guide me. So they all contributed to the person you are now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's, I'm sure that's a very memorable moment for you when you were starting because not everyone is onboarded that quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, again, uh, the usual time frame is two to three months and so for you to get through that stage that's huge and for you to have those support system during a pandemic that's that's an awesome experience so from your perspective kate is it easy or difficult to demonstrate the we all contribute in our one concentric culture statement I would say that it's a challenge because when I hear one concentrics, I feel like you should have the same drive and the same passion. And I think the challenging part is for you to be able to influence or how you're going to inspire others to have the same mindset as the, the company or the people in the company. Yeah. And it's difficult if not everyone is speaking the same language, right? Yeah. But it's nice that you are part of those who influences others to embody this culture statement. So we thank you very much for that. And so I want to close this segment with a very fun question that is outside of the culture statement. Can you share a favorite BPO phonetics story with our audience? Okay, so when I was starting off as a product trainer, I actually never limited my trainees to use the universal phonetics. I would say that it's okay if you don't memorize the universal phonetics as long as you use common English language. But I did hear uh, their support say that some of them have used like 
T for TV, O for Orkin, Q for Cucumber. I mean, I thought it, those were just jokes that I see on social media, but apparently my advice it's, wasn't as good as I thought. Yes. Yeah. G for Jisoo. Yeah. Yes. Those are some. I'm telling you, I've been in the industry for 15 years. I've heard a lot. Thanks, Kate. We love hearing stories that actually is something from the frontline leaders. And thank you for gracing this event. Don't forget again to share and follow our Spotify page, Culture Refresh, that's CLTR Plus, F5 in Spotify. This is your culture partner and host, Claire, and stay tuned for the next episode and reminding you that you are part of Concentrics, you are part of something great.